What's up, fellow freaks? I'm Zach, your host of the Ox Podcast, bringing you a daily dose of uncensored wisdom, 10 minutes or less, no bullshit, no topic off limits. If any episode of the Ox has made your life better in some small way, please take a few seconds to send this podcast to someone else. The best way to spread love is to share what you love. Now, without further ado, let's dive in. The question that made this angel investor $100 million. Throughout life, you are going to be confronted with with hundreds of thousands, maybe millions of ideas. These ideas will be a combination of your own and other people's. If you happen to be in a position of power and wealth, people will seek you out for funding these ideas. You'll be tasked with making the decision of who do I cut the check for? Jason Kalkanis, an investor worth over $100 million, has been pitched thousands of ideas over the past couple decades. In his own words, my best advice as you start dating, and he refers to dating as investing in this metaphor. So he says, uh, my best advice as you start dating is to be promiscuous with meetings, but prude when it comes to writing checks. So take a lot of meetings from investors, but be very careful with how you give checks out. Don't just be a check writing slut. Jason Kalkanis is an early investor in companies like Uber and Thumbtack, and he has made a few key decisions that have decided the majority of his wealth. And in his book, Angel, which I highly recommend, Kalkanis reveals the question he asks himself before he invests even one cent in a startup. The question Jason Kalkanis asked himself before investing is, would I buy stock in this person if I could? Would I buy stock in this person if I could? He says, I don't need to know if your idea is going to succeed. I need to know if you are. So he looks at companies that could potentially be worth billions of dollars. And in the book, he talks about not trying to figure out as much as he did in the past if an idea will work and try to parse it out. And not that the idea is not important. You need ideas with the people. The thing that Jason Kalkanis hammers home in this particular section of the book is that there is no difference between the founder and the company, the founder and the ideas. He is looking at if that is a successful person, if despite the idea, or not despite the idea, he's looking at, is this the type of person that regardless of what they do, they're going to be successful in life? Are they a billion dollar person, not necessarily a billion dollar idea? You can have a great idea with someone who is not a high quality person, or maybe someone who doesn't share great values and you can have a waste of a great idea when you don't have the right people. When you have an okay idea and a billion dollar person, you can mold and shift and and beat that idea into something 
that can be worth a lot of money one day if you have the right person. So he asks himself, would I buy stock in this person? He's not buying stock. He's not investing in a company. He is investing in people. I would go one step further and say that this is a great advice for anyone, not just an investor with millions of dollars at their disposal. I think this is great advice for anyone because you're going to have people that want to be part of your lives in many aspects, not just financially. You're going to have hard choices with friends. You're going to have hard choices with relationships that are more romantic. You will have business partnerships. You will have job decisions where you're deciding who to work for. And I think a good determining factor would be to look at the people involved in those decisions and ask yourself, would I buy stock in these people? Are these people that I think are on the way up that are forward thinking? And I don't mean financially, I mean, as people that will have your back, as people that will tell you the truth, as people that work hard, as people that are open minding and willing to change, should they be provided with better evidence? I'm talking about the type of person, not necessarily their their wealth. The wealth can come with that. I'm talking about when you're looking to take a job at a different company, would you buy stock in the people that work at that company? Would you buy stock in the person that hires you? When you're looking around at your friend group, would you buy stock in your friends? Are your friends people who you think are valuable members of society and are going to continue to become valuable? When you are looking at your partner, would you buy stock in your partner? I know that's a maybe a weird or ruthless thing to ask, but I think it's a valid question. Do you think your partner is someone who is valuable? And because you're going to be spending hundreds and thousands of hours of time, so much energy and so much money on each other. And why would you be investing? You are literally investing in a partner. Would you buy stock in your partner, in that guy or gal that you decide to spend months or years and potentially the rest of your life with? I argue that that is a question you should be asking yourself. With podcasting, I try to surround myself with people who I know are going to do great things that regardless of the idea, they are going to execute well. They have similar values as I do. And they want to be better. They're willing to look at the evidence and they're just overall high energy people. They bring me up with them. An example is my friend and the videographer for the Auxoro podcast, Manoa, who I've spoken about a few times on the podcast before, is he's the type of person that I would buy stock in. If he brings me an idea in the future, there's a high chance that I will invest not because of the idea. God damn, that was a loud horn. <laughs> if I don't know if you guys uh, heard that. Someone sounds like they almost got in an accident or is very pissed off. But going back to Benoa, he is the uh, he's the type of person that if he brings me an idea in the future, there's a high chance that I will invest in him, not because of the idea, but because I know he's the type of person who will succeed. And I fully anticipate investing in either his future videography company, a venture that we're a part of together. He's the type of person that I want around me because of their values and because of their energy, because of their positive outlook and the way that he approaches things. 
And so there's no difference between the founder and the company. And I would argue that there's no difference between a person and their action. Look at people's actions and decide, you know, would I literally like ask yourself if this person was a company, would I buy stock in them? And if not, ask yourself why, what is, what is it about that person that scares you or turns you off or is making you hesitant? And maybe the answer is that it may not be the right situation. And when you put your, this is a great question because it forces you to think about, okay, would you, would I put my money where my mouth is? Would I, would I invest a significant amount of my net worth in this person? And use this question also, my challenge to you and and to myself is to use this question not only to evaluate others, but evaluate yourself. Don't only ask would I buy stock in this person, ask would I buy stock in me? If you could bet a large chunk of your net worth right now on whether you will succeed in life, regardless of the idea that you choose to execute, would you invest in yourself? And if you wouldn't, you can't expect someone else to cut the check. 